Further Teachings of Lord Chaitanya, Chapter 33, Haridas Thakur, Episode 13, The Power of Loud Chanting. Haridas Thakur passed his days in this way before Sri Gaurachandra manifest his devotional feelings. People throughout the world were devoid of devotional service to Lord Vishnu. They had no understanding of the meaning or goal of Kirtan. There was no trace of devotional service to Vishnu anywhere. Everyone simply taunted the Vaishnavas. The devotees would meet together and chant the names of Krishna while clapping their hands. Meanwhile, the miscreants became most indignant even at this. Those atheists would meet together just to blaspheme the devotees. These brahmanas will destroy this country and bring about famine. These brahmanas perform sentimental kirtan and play various tricks in order to beg alms. Why, the Lord takes rest for four months during the rainy season. <laughs> but these brahmanas loudly call out to him even at this time. Is this even proper? If the Lord's sleep is disturbed, he will become angry and create a famine in the country. There is no doubt about it. If the price of rice increases, I shall catch the Vaishnavas and give them a punch. On Akadashi day, these devotees stay up all night and chant the name of Govinda. What is the need for this chanting of the Lord's name every day? And so in this way, the atheists condemn the devotees in various ways. The devotees all felt aggrieved upon hearing these things, yet none of them gave up chanting the names of Lord Hari. And so, Haridas was particularly aggrieved to see the people's lack of interest in the process of devotional service. In spite of this, Haridas continued to loudly chant the holy names of the Lord. The most sinful miscreants were even unable to hear this loud chanting. In this regard, there was one impious brahmana who lived in the village of Hari Nadi. Once he angrily spoke to Haridas, Oh Haridas, what is this behavior of yours? Why are you loudly chanting the names of the Lord? The injunction is that one should chant within one's mind. So, which scripture says that one should chant loudly? And who has taught you to chant the name of Hari so loud? Please give your explanation before this assembly of learned scholars. You all know the glories of Lord Hari's holy names. Therefore, I have simply repeated and will repeat whatever I have heard from you. If one chants loudly, he or she gets one hundred times more benefit. The scriptures never condemn loud chanting, rather they glorify it. If one loudly chants the holy names of the Lord, 
one obtains 100 times more benefit than by chanting softly or remembering the holy names. Haridas, tell us, how does one get 100 times more benefit by loud chanting? My dear sirs, listen to the verdict of the Vedas and Srimad Bhagavatam in this regard. Haridas then revealed the purport of all the scriptures as he began his explanation in the ecstasy of Krishna consciousness. Now listen, my dear Brahmana, if even animals, birds, or insects hear the holy names from the mouth of a pure devotee, they will go to Vaikuntha. Once, the cowherder men, headed by Sri Nanda, came to Ambikavan on the bank of the river Saraswati. After worshipping the demigods and the brahmanas with a vow, they all took rest there. At that time, a fierce-looking great snake began to follow Nanda. Hearing Nanda's cry for distress, Lord Krishna, who maintains his surrendered souls and who is affectionate to his father, touched that great snake with his left foot. That serpent was immediately freed from his reptilian body and appeared in the effulgent form of the Vidyadara. And by the order of Krishna, that Vidyadara began to relate the history of his sinful activities from his previous life. And while offering prayers, that Vidyadara described the glories of receiving the touch of Krishna's lotus feet, which are rarely attained by even the demigods. It is found in this following verse from Srimad Bhagavatam. Yan nama brinnan akilan, sartrin atmanam evacha, sadya punati king bhuyas, tasyas prishta padahite. O my Lord, anyone who chants your holy name purifies all who hear that chanting, as well as oneself. So how much more beneficial, then, is the touch of your lotus feet? Now, although animals, birds, and insects cannot chant, when they hear the holy names, they will all be delivered. But if one silently chants the names of Krishna, then he or she only is thus delivered. However, if one loudly chants, then he or she delivers others also. And that is why the scriptures say that one gets 100 times more benefit by chanting loudly. One who loudly chants the holy names of the Lord is 100 times greater than one who silently chants. And that is because those who chant silently purify only themselves, while those who chant loudly purify themselves as well as those who hear them. The Puranas say that a person who chants the Lord's name loudly is 100 times more pious than the person who simply chants to oneself. O oh, Brahmana, listen carefully to the reason behind this. 
One who softly chants the holy names liberates only oneself. But one who loudly chants the names of Govinda, however, liberates him or herself along with all other living entities who hear that chanter. Although all living entities have a tongue, only the human beings are able to chant the names of Krishna. Tell me then, what is wrong with that activity by which living entities who have taken useless births will be delivered? One person may maintain oneself, while another may maintain a thousand people. So of the two, consider carefully who is better. This is the superior characteristic of loud chanting. But after hearing the words of Haridas Thakur, the Brahmana began to angrily blaspheme him. So now even Haridas has become a philosopher? I can see that Vedic culture is being destroyed by the course of time. It is stated that Shudras will explain the Vedas at the end of Kali Yuga. But why only at the end of the age? We can see it happening even now. And this is how you advertise yourself so you can eat nicely at others' houses? I say, if the explanation which you have made is not true, then I will cut off your nose and ears. Hearing the words of that sinful Brahmana, Haridas smiled and chanted the name of Hari. Haridas spoke no further to that atheistic Brahmana, but left immediately while loudly chanting the holy names of God. The sinful members of that assembly were all wicked-minded. They neither supported the authorized statements of Haridas, nor did they protest the offensive words of the Brahmana. They were Brahmanas in name only. Actually, they were all demons, fit to be punished by Yamaraj. In Kali Yuga, demons are born in the families of Brahmanas in order to harass the saintly persons. In Kali Yuga, demons take birth in the families of Brahmanas to harass those rare persons who are conversant with the actual Vedic way of life. And the scriptures forbid one from touching, speaking to, or offering respects to such Brahmanas. There is no need to speak further on this point. Even by mistake, one should not touch or speak to those Brahmanas who have no devotion for the Supreme Lord. Just as one in this world should never see a dog eating Chandala, one should never see a non-devotee Brahmana. One who converses with a non-devotee Brahmana thus loses all of one's piety. And after a few days, that wretched sinful Brahmana was attacked by smallpox, and as a result, his nose melted away and fell off. The punishment he had proposed for Haridas was awarded to himself 
by the desire of Lord Krishna. Recorded January 6, 2022 by Nirantara Dasa. All glories to the ISKCON founder Acharya, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami, Srila Prabhupada. Om Tat Sat.